Welcome to the Fin Nation podcast, where we wholeheartedly believe women entrepreneurs are leaders that rise together. Success does not have a definition. There are no secret strategies. Women entrepreneurs are rewriting history by defining success on their own terms. Hi, I'm your host, White Gannon, the down-to-earth chick with a different name. Each week, join me for inspiring stories and powerful interviews of women entrepreneurs sharing their lessons to success to help you take your business to the next level. Now, let's go for it. Welcome back, Fem Nation. I have an amazing guest today. She reached out to me and wanted to know what it looked like to be on the podcast for Fem Nation because you guys are powerful women entrepreneurs, just as she is. So today I want to welcome Case Lane, who is a founder of Ready Entrepreneur. Thank you for coming on today, Case. Thank you so much for having me on. All right. Let's start with the main question of the day. Mm -hmm. How did you start your entrepreneurial journey? Where did that begin? Yeah, I could go way back. Well, okay, I won't say too far back, but <laughs> so I won't right. give away really how far back we're going. But I was a diplomat in the Canadian Foreign Service a, a while back. And so I traveled the world and saw entrepreneurs all over the world. I was in trade policy. And that began the, the seed for me and looking at how people all over the world, women all over the world are using entrepreneurship as a way to not just develop an extra income stream for themselves, but to have the life they really want, to use their skills as they really want. And I kept an eye on that as I went and went into corporate life. And, and, so, and then I left corporate actually to go to law school. But while I was in law school, I started ebook self-publishing. I've always wanted to be a writer and I just became fascinated with what was going on with the ability now that we have. It's even you know, easier as an entrepreneur to use technology to start right away. And you know, Amazon opened it up and said anybody could publish a book and, and so did the other platforms. So as I was doing that, I then started to discover the rest of the online entrepreneurship world, the bloggers mm. and the podcasters and the video the vloggers and everyone, right. course creators. And I just decided I have to do it full time, that this is the opportunity of a lifetime. This is a growing industry. And everything that's great about entrepreneurship is even highlighted because everything is new. Like we think that, you know, online entrepreneurship, well, the internet's been around for a while. And so on, but no, 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 like everything is new. Everything changes every day. Right. It's so exciting. So I wanted to just, I decided I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to build my business. And as I started to do that, people started to ask me, what are you doing? <laughs> and so that led to helping people understand for themselves how to prepare to become an online entrepreneur and how to launch their own businesses. So that's what Ready Entrepreneur does. Mm. So inside of the entrepreneurial journey, mm -hmm. what did you learn the most in being becoming an online entrepreneur? What was one of the hardest struggles to overcome? Because I know it being in the online world, as you probably know, in the online world, there's a plethora of opportunity, yeah. but there are also those that make it sound easier than it actually is. Yes. It is still an entrepreneurial journey. There are still things we're going to learn. But what was the one thing that you could say was probably the biggest woe on learning the entrepreneurial online? Yeah, you know, it's exactly what you're saying, that there's so much information. There's so much, and there's so much conflicting information. So I'm a student. I have five post-secondary degrees. I love knowledge. <laughs> I love to learn. I started taking online classes. And to me, that always, a course leads to an outcome. 
But in the online world, even if you think you're following it letter by letter, it doesn't necessarily lead to the, it certainly doesn't lead to the outcome of what, of how they promote it. I think right. obviously some people are very successful and there are ways to be successful, but it's not the entire story. When you take an online course, they leave out parts. This is what I've come to realize. So the big revelation for me was there has to be something else to the story. And that's what I started looking into. And the key is, I believe it's it's a couple of things, but one of them is, of course, the marketing. So mm. yes, you know, there's plenty of opportunity. It's a wide open playing field. Anybody can enter, but you have to have an ability to get your message out there. And it's very difficult, especially for somebody like me, you know, I've done corporate for years and you're sort of used to get doing things a certain way. And maybe some of your listeners could identify with this. Like it doesn't feel right to go online and sort of be a rah-rah person. Yeah. Like you see all these rah-rah people. That's my deeply scientific term for it. <laughs> <laughs> I resonate. But everyone knows what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so you see these people and then you're like, oh, you know, I'm a serious executive, <laughs> you know, I've got a lot of information, I've got knowledge, but I can't do that. I can't be silly online. I can't do it in social media. So it's a very long process to think about, okay, how can I do this in a way that actually is more like me? This is what I want to help people understand is that you can, because again, it's a wide open playing field. And if you feel uncomfortable with some of the raw, raw people, then probably there's other people out there. So if you have that knowledge and experience that you want to bring forth, you know, into the online world, you kind of just has to figure out the most comfortable way to do it. So for me, it's writing. I, yeah, I love, I love mm -hmm. the writing. So I started to realize, you know, there are other places I can write long posts on Facebook. I don't have to write, you know, I don't have to put up cat videos like, or whatever. Like, <laughs> you, know, you know, you start, the more you, and, the, and so that's the other thing you learn is, and I realize is just keep doing more of it and keep an eye out and look at what other people are doing and adapt what they're doing that suits you to how you would like to approach it. So there's no one way. This is the most fabulous thing about it is there's no one way. There are, I think somebody said like 500 million blogs and a million podcasts. And, you know, there's, so there, and there are obviously different levels of success. You, but the, the key, you just have to keep in mind what I've learned is you have to get your voice and your message out to the people who mm -hmm. are, want to hear it. So you have to do something. <laughs> and um, right. whether that be, if you like to do things in person and then you could get other people to post online about it for you, or if you want to write or if you want to podcast, but you have to do something so that you are out there and, and get your message out. And it is marketing in, in the sense, you know, that's what you're trying to do is do promotion and so on, but it could be done in a way that may, that feels good to you and doesn't feel like, you know, the sleazy salesman kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so much of what's out there right now, we have had a, an influx of people desiring to figure out the online world, I think mm -hmm. in this year, particularly, mm -hmm. and my heart goes out to those that are so early stage in it, because there's a lot of noise and a lot of ads spend being put behind yeah. saying how easy and achievable this can be. You yeah. just follow my cookie cutter process mm -hmm. and you're going to be able to ride off in the sunset as if your world's not been rocked by whatever's going on in your life. Mm -hmm. Not the case, no. you know, that's not, not even 
close. However, does that mean that it's not achievable? No, that doesn't mean that. But learning for the sake of seeing what is out there, taking the courses for what's out there and and digesting Mm -hmm. information, like you were saying, for marketing, what's out there, how are other people doing? Take snippets of it and pieces of it that you love. Yes. That makes sense for you. You know, so I want the audience to make sure that they understand that, like you were saying, momentum, yeah. Consistency is king. You have to continue to do that because if you don't, then you stop that trajectory forward mm-hmm. in the online space and you also stop yourself from learning something, right? Yes, absolutely. You know, it's it's a marathon. And unfortunately, a lot of the, the promotional material says, oh, have like a 30 days or a 90 days or something like that. Well, maybe you can get through the course in 30 or 90 days, but the <laughs> actual work to do to have that kind of success is going yes. to take longer. And partly because of the promotional piece that's needed. And find, and then even up front, just finding the way that you want to deliver your message. Or even if you're starting a store, you know, you could be starting an e-commerce store, but you're selling a product that's already out there. So you still need to come up with your approach, your design, your distribution delivery that's different so that you can differentiate yourself. And you might have to experiment with that. That's another thing that, you know, a lot of people who are successful experimented with hundreds of different ways to do it before they became successful. And so they're, they may be telling you about the one successful method, but not the 500 already that they did before, (laughs) you know, and, and and even when they are, when they talk about how fast it is to do something, sometimes it's because they have a team now, or in fact, most of the time, I think it's because they have a team. So very true. And you're working alone as I started out, and I'm working alone in my little room and just me and my laptop trying to figure it out. Yes. And I know you can outsource and so on, but my policy on that, at least for myself, is to try it myself first. So I understand what's supposed to be done, how it's supposed to work. So at least that way, if you then outsource it, you know, you don't get ripped off. Somebody's telling you it's going to cost this amount. And it's going to take that X number of hours when you had sort of done it yourself and come up with a rudimentary version of the same thing. So, you know, you really, I, that's again, part of the process. It'll take time to learn these things. So you, sure, there's all sorts of great software out there and everything, but you might have to spend the time you know, it might take you a week to figure out WordPress or whatever to the point where you can get your website up. So I think it's just a matter of knowing that ahead of time and then being prepared to take those steps, those incremental steps as you go through it. Well, and give yourself the grace Yeah, that it doesn't yeah. need to be learned overnight either. You can do it together with continuing the consistency and learning a process of, you know, whatever that's going to look like for you yeah. going forward. What is your version of success? What does success look like for you? For me, it's all about lifestyle freedom. <laughs> I'm a big nice. traveler. I, I, as I mentioned, I was a diplomat. So once you get the travel bug, it stays with you. <laughs> and uh, it's not nice. contagious, although well, maybe it is for some. But I, I've, tra- I've been to over 100 countries. There's still another 100 I want to get, you know, places I want to get to. And so for me, when I was working and in corporate life, and you know, especially if you're a big corporation, okay, you get your 15 days off a year, but do you really ever take them? So every holiday, whatever, if you want to call it that, you might think, okay, I'll squeeze in a week here or I'll squeeze in a week there. And then you go someplace, you're like, oh, I'd love to stay for a month. 
you know, I'd like to explore more of this country or something like that. And now to have the ability to do that. And again, with the, you know, the internet and online and being able to take your business with you and your laptop and work on it again, whatever you feel like early in the morning, you, you know, you answer your emails and get that all out of the way. And then in the afternoon or in the evenings, you just enjoy where you are. I mean, that for me is the, is the biggest piece of it. Cool. For sure. Yeah. 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 That's good. I know that a lot of people want some sort of lifestyle freedom and, and determining that also goes in actually, now that I'm thinking about it, that goes into what you want to build in the online space too, because there's so many different variables of what an online business can look like. Some people want it for financial stability. That's one direction. Some want it for lifestyle freedom. That's another direction. And then there's subsets in lifestyle freedom that what does lifestyle freedom mean to you? Right. What does it look like for you? Right. It's traveling and exploring the world. For somebody else, it may be being able to have the freedom to spend the time with their loved ones. Absolutely. You know what I mean? There's different variables of oh, what that yes. looks like. So just because somebody's posing in front of Bentleys and Mega Manches on the beach, maybe that's their lifestyle yeah. choice, right? You yeah. know what I mean? That doesn't mean it has to look like that or not look like that. Right. And that's a bit of a challenge. It's called the Instagram life now, right? Where they're yeah. right at the, the beach and everything. And it's true that you, you have to remember that's exactly what it is, a projection of part of their lives. And yes. if you can choose you know, anything that makes sense to you, when I was you know, in corporate, if you're working in corporate, if you're working anywhere and, you know, sometimes people are, they're upset because they can't get to their child's game or, you know, when, when we were all doing stuff or, or there was our, or even that you just want to go to the doctor in the middle of the day, or you want to get your holiday shopping out of the way early because, you know, you don't want to be with the crowds or just these things that would just reduce the stress in your life and make your life so much easier. And you can't do them because you're tied to someone else's schedule. Right. So it could just mean for you absolutely that you untie yourself from that schedule. You set your own. Maybe you're an early riser and you can get all your work done early and then have the rest of the day to do other things. And maybe that's a walk in the park or whatever. I mean, I just, yeah, it, it's whatever you want to define for yourself. And that's the best thing about it, definitely. And it is achievable. Mm-hmm. It is achievable. Yes. Without a doubt, I want people to understand that that you can make it happen. Yeah, uh, a lot of people give up soon uh, yeah. because it's a little harder than it looks like, but it can happen, and you're proof. Yeah, yeah. You know what I say to people? Um, I, I know a lot of people have business ideas in their head, so let's start there. Why do you have yes. that idea? Where did it come from? What what gap did you see? What what problem did you see? What solution do you want to deliver? You have mm-hmm. seen, you know, there's something there. And even if you don't have an idea, but you're feeling like you want to do something. Believe me, there's a lot of things you can be doing. <laughs> but, know. You know, so much of what people are doing online is searching. That's what I always say. Just mm. think about that. They're searching. They're searching on Google for stuff. They're searching on YouTube. They're searching at Pinterest. They're searching on Amazon. What's everybody searching for in this world? We're supposed to have all the information, right? Well, right. obviously, we don't have all the information. Obviously, we don't have everything we need. Right. And they spend people spend a lot of time you know, when something happens and they're looking for things and you think about, okay, if somebody would just put all this information together for me, (laughs) I would go to that one place to get it. So if you're somebody who's thinking, well, I don't know what kind of information, but if you think about anything you spend a lot of time searching on or about, you know, there's just so many areas like, I'll think of, I'll just name the popular ones, everything to do with food, everything to do with fitness, you know, everything to do travel, like all these things. But there's, 
different ways to approach it because there are so many different types of people in the world and different ways that they want to see the world and different ways that they want to, you know, just think about how many different diet plans there are. There's a new diet book every day. There's a new, why is that? Because not everybody has found the one they want. (laughs) So that's an opportunity for you. That's your thing. Or in any other area, it could be your hobby. It could be something, it could be the way you take care of your children. There's just so many different options. Whatever you're interested in, whatever you're, it doesn't have to be your education. It doesn't have to be your work experience. It doesn't have to be your, you know, your professional skills. It could just be your interest, your hobby, but you become that person who brings the information together, provide a central place for people to find it, present it in a way that is interesting, that they like, that they're looking for. And there's your business, you know, there's your opportunity. And that's what, exactly what's going on right now every day with people become, being successful in so many different niches. And I even call them niches of niches now that are coming out. Yes, we've gone to another a granular level of you know, niche mm-hmm. possibility, but that's innovation yes. too. Yes, you know, and, and that's what I love to see is that people are yeah. taking something that we consider common and used to and be like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always sad when somebody says, oh, but it's already been done. It's like, no. And and so I have this long list. There were mobile phones before Steve Jobs. And there was makeup before Mary Kay. And there were cars before. I go through this whole long list. (laughs) And, you know, so, and you don't have to be starting a global corporation, but you can see how one individual could take any kind of field where there's already lots of players and come up with an approach to it that's different and unique and resonates with other people. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're really trying to do. You hit it on the head when you said people are searching and there's never going to not be a point when people are searching, which is a good thing. Yes. So the sky is the limit. It Just is. be willing to go the course, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. go the distance. <laughs> exactly. And to so, know, and just to know, like we were saying that it's not going to happen overnight. So that's okay to just keep, as long as you continue, like you were saying, be consistent, be persistent, just keep going through it. Then you'll get there because you'll see that progress over time. Absolutely. I wanted to touch on one thing though. What do you do? <laughs> For the business? <laughs> what is your business? Yes. Tell us. Okay. So Ready Entrepreneur prepares aspiring entrepreneurs to understand the online business world. So mm-hmm. one of the things that's going on, as we were saying, is that when people first come into it, it's just noise. And when you start to follow a guru, the guru is just talking about whatever their thing is. So you start following an Instagram influencer, you start following a YouTuber or something, and then you think, well, maybe that's not what you really like. So what I do with Ready Entrepreneur, I just take a step back. Listen, I'm a big picture person, so let's do the big picture and figure out where you want to focus your attention. So I do the foundational things first. I look at you know, a lot of people, confidence, time, and money are like the big three obstacles and get through all that. I focus on value, which is your business idea. And then your action plan, not a business plan. I don't like um, any of those how to start a business plan things. <laughs> We're going to yes. do an action plan. And then your lifestyle and how you want to make it fit with the world that you're in. So I talk about just things that nobody talks about, the most basic things that fall in, in place for people, finding a place to work. You know, some people say, oh, I want to start a business, but oh, there's not really anywhere in the house to do it. So, okay, let's take a day and go through the entire house and find you a place to work. Or let's go, you know, when we can go to the coffee shop or the library or something. Because, and part of it is that it's not so much that there's nowhere to work. It's just that let's make some more excuses as to why we're not starting our business. <laughs> Truly. So, but it's an exercise that gets you thinking okay, I'm a business person now. I need to have my office space set up and I'm going to take a day to do this. 
And you'd be surprised at how that sort of hits people like, oh, okay, that like momentum. You know, okay, okay, I've done that now. Good. I've got a space to work. Now let's move on to the next thing. Make sure you've got your coffee where you want it. You've got your water where you want it, you know, and it sounds trivial, but these are the things that get in people's way. These just, you know, things that just are obstacles, but it's kind of like an excuse thing. So what I do is sort of walk you through every step of that process, get all set up, and then we get into the business idea. And that's the big thing. You need something to focus on because everything, of course, will build from that. And as we were talking about, you know, you could get into something and not like it. You could decide, you know what? I thought I wanted to be a blogger in this space, but it's boring or whatever. Fine. Pick something else. Move on. That's another thing that people do is, unfortunately, if it's not really working out, then they think, ah, you know, I don't really like this. And I need to, I'm just going to quit. We'll say, no, no, pick your other idea. (laughs) You know, there's so many other ideas. So, and again, there's plenty of business people who have done that over time. They've done different things. So make that little pivot. And if you just really don't like it, or if you don't like the platform, you thought you wanted to be a blogger, but maybe you want to be a podcaster, you can switch, you can move to another one. So what I do is at the beginning is, is we look at all the platforms that exist at the moment. There's new ones every day. <laughs> look at social media, look at your skills and interests, and then start, find, the action plan is where to put your attention when you're first starting out. And what I like, so one of the mistakes I made, again, I jumped into online courses and I have learned, take a step back exhaust all the free resources (laughs) in Uh all the areas where you think you're interested, make your notes, get your ideas, look at what other people are doing. That's how we approach the research part of the action plan. And then you pick where you're going and go from there. So even, you know, when you think, oh, I'm going to miss this big opportunity because this course is available down at this price or whatever. If you're not 100% sure that's the thing you want to do, this is, I don't want you to sort of start and then go, and then sort of not, never finish the course one. So spend the money, never finish the course, but then get discouraged mm-hmm. and think, oh, it's all not for me. When it's really just that you grab that particular shining apple without thinking it through. So as I'm a big thinker, so take, it's all about taking a step back, making the decision to be an entrepreneur, taking a step back, and then looking at what's available and going forward. So that's what I do with the coaching part of Ready Entrepreneur, but I also have the blog and the podcast as well. Mm, yes, Fellow podcaster. Yes. <laughs> it is a world in its own too, is it, it not? Is, it is. And it's a great one. Um, you Me. know, they are talking about, I can't remember who I was listening to, but how this came to be that podcasts have just taken off. And it's this idea that you have some, you know, someone talking in your ear and doing whatever while you're out breaking leaves or whatever. And so it, it's, we've always sort of had we some kind of audio background. Radio is still around when people thought radio was going to fade away years ago. And so this is just taking it to the next level. Once the person who was talking was talking about how once we got used to music in our ears, it was only natural that it would become voice after that. And so, Mm -hmm. and the amount of information that's available, this is a such a big area, great podcast like this one, you know, for people, you just, when you're not sure, and you can listen to podcasts and hear what people are saying and just absorb so much information. It's just a, a great thing. I mean, you could tell I'm a big um, fan of all technology. <laughs> <laughs> geeking out. <laughs> you kind of are in the online space. Yes, yes. <laughs> it does have some tech to it. 
<laughs> but I love the the societal impact too. I've also um, as a traveler, I always enjoy seeing how cultures evolve and how societies evolve, and what technology is doing to our society, better for better or for worse. Is obviously some other things, parts to it that that are concerned, but having the ability, again, for anybody to go online with their podcast and bring uh, diverse voices and different messages and deep information, not just, you know, 10 second sound bites. You know, some, some podcast interviews go on for hours and, mm-hmm. and it's extraordinary. And having that ability now helps form society and change it in ways that we, we didn't have in the past. And it can broaden the message reach. Yes, absolutely. Which is, you know, very important for the online business you're building, but for the change you as an online entrepreneur desire to see in the world. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a big opportunity for sure. Hey, Fem Nation. I know you are called to lead something great. Are you wondering what the next best step is for you? I have a next best step. I invite you to walk with me through the Become Unstoppable Challenge. Join me on a 21-day journey to discover your inner leader. Find how to build your confident leading foundation to decide and move forward to your highest potential in business and life. After helping dozens of challengers take hold of their leadership, you will come away from this experience with a renewed sense of confidence in order to serve those who need to hear from you. As a valued listener, I'm inviting you to save 25% on the next 21-day challenge by using code FEM2020. That's F-E-M 2020. Check it out at www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Again, that's www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Coupon code FEM2020. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. What strengths? do you feel you leaned into uh, in your early stage of an online entrepreneur? I think the biggest one for me is just put it as sort of my belief in what I'm doing. So when I first started out, as I mentioned, like years ago in the foreign service and just looking at entrepreneurs from the sort of humblest um, store clerk type thing or person selling something on the side of the road to, you know, the big corporations and seeing this impact not just on the big economy, but on just people in general, the things that entrepreneurs were able to do in places like what might look to the outside eye, like a shanty town, a poor neighborhood, that type of thing. And then you go in and you realize there's a hair salon over there and a barber over there and a, a place that's selling school books and another one that's writing electricity and all these things are going on. And all these people to our eyes, from our perspective, oh, they're poor people. They're they're entrepreneurs. <laughs> like there's a whole this whole neighborhood is full of entrepreneurs delivering services, delivering value. And I began to see so that you know at an industrial age level, and now at the tech age level, we, there's a whole other opportunity to bring knowledge forward. Mm-hmm. And so because when you really want to do it, you just do do it anyway. And I think that's important too. I think there's no pressure to be an entrepreneur. It's it's a great thing. Obviously it's got the image of all the bling and the Bentleys and all that stuff. And so people are like, yeah, I gotta live the high life and everything like that. But I think that if you think what you really want to do is spread a message or encourage more people or help more people provide value, provide a solution you that is what gives you the strength to go forward. That's what helps you actually make your business work because you believe in what you're doing and you can see how it can have an impact. Mm-hmm. And that's 
most heart-centered entrepreneurs are in, in it for some sort of something to change. Mm-hmm. You know, they either want to improve their life, they want to improve the lives of people that they've worked with previously, or they want to, you know, feel a, a deep conviction to change, you know, at a bigger level. Yes. You know, all the entrepreneurs, that's the route that they take. And the ones that I find that there are those that are in it to make a buck mm-hmm. and they can have some level of success and and it's okay to each their own. But at the same time, there are those that truly, truly want to make a difference yes. for themselves and go further than that too. And they're the ones that will go through, they'll find their way through the noise. Mm-hmm. They'll find their mm-hmm. way through the huge amount of information overload that can happen because they stay true to that calling yes. and they can't, they don't let that calling die. And that's where going back to early in our conversation, the marketing, uh, the blog, the social conversations, all of that continues the momentum of the change that they still desire to make in the world, yeah. which is why they're an entrepreneur. You now get the freedom to make that change. Yes. You know, absolutely. so it is an amazing, amazing opportunity. It is. And you helping them out from the beginning, starting out in that world to see that and stay connected with that is so needed. So needed for our up and coming mm-hmm. leaders and entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and everyone that's making a difference. They need that. Yeah. I, I, you know, I honestly believe that given the way the economy goes and the way the world goes and so on, we probably need, well, we definitely need a much larger percentage of the population to be self-sufficient, <laughs> to be self-sufficient entrepreneurs. True. And, Very true. And so maybe, you know, if a third of the population were, had their own business, and again, with this opportunity to do it online, with all of this availability to do it, and I know some people say, oh, it's impossible. There's only one percent want to be entrepreneurs and all of that. But I think we have to think about a, a different definition. And this is the analogy I like to use is like, if you way back in the day during the agricultural age, you know, one yes. day that there's the, the family on the farm with their 10 kids and a school inspector showed up one day and says, from now on, your children must come to the schoolhouse and sit in class six hours a day. And the parents would be like, well, that's crazy. Like they run around <laughs> all day. They feed cows. They work the fields. Like we're not going to do that. Like, no, no, it's the industrial age. You must do this. We're all changing. And so now it's a tech age. And so it's not so strange that yeah, Okay. Now we're going to say everybody should have an online income stream and it's not so bizarre and the technology is not so distant from us. And I, so it's an evolution. I think again, I'll get maybe too deep into it. But it's an evolution no, of our society on. of the way yes. things are changing. And so if you think, Oh no, entrepreneurship is just something for that guy who's tinkering in his garage or whatever, but no, it's not anymore. It's like mm-hmm. we've been saying, it's about getting your voice out there. It's getting your knowledge out there, especially because, Life has changed so much for younger people that they're kind of just bombarded with a bunch of messages they don't know how to filter. And the people who have the knowledge about how to not just manage that, but how just have a lot of knowledge in their brains about how to navigate the world in so many different areas, those are the people who need to get online and put that information out there for other people to find. Because and you know, there it's it's almost going to be lost, you know, if 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 it's not actually put for it. Um, actually, I have an example, which is you sort of a personal one. But my mother taught English as a second language, and she taught reading and study skills at, at the community college level where I grew up in Canada. Excuse me. And I think you know, there's so many young people who would love to understand how to read better and how to study better, but that is not taught anymore. They news no, and I was like, we're gonna have to get mom online. <laughs> like, I have to figure out oh a way to get to get it. I have to figure out. She's got tons of books and all these things. I mean, it's taught, but it's not. Um, it's very superficial compared to like it was actual courses that people used to take about how to study well and how to read well and things like that. And they took that as part of their 
diploma. And uh, I was telling her, like, you got to pull all those books off the shelves, you know, we're going to get that information out of your brain before we <laughs> yeah, put her to work. <laughs> She's trying to retire, <laughs> putting her to work. <laughs> but I'm sure there are many other people like that where these are relevant skills that are being lost and could be revived if somebody, you know, put them online in some format. So that's Mm -hmm. a call to the listeners, call to action for Mm. the listeners. (laughs) Absolutely. And you know what? You're so right on with saying that we're going to need to redefine entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because also, there is going to be a tidal wave uh, already at this point in time that have just been given awareness that this entire world exists. So those of us that have been in the online world for the last, you know, several years, we're aware of it, but we also gravitate towards a lot of people that also share our knowledge of the online space and what's possible in the time that we're in. It has become uh, just hugely aware that so many people had no idea Mm -hmm. what this looked like, you know, that, Oh, this is what you do. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And so we have this, you know, kind of stoking a little bit of a, uh, the coals for having more people decide that entrepreneurship is a possibility Mm -hmm. And then taking entrepreneurship to another level. Mm-hmm. So that's where the definition is going to need to evolve yes. with the, the times as well, because entrepreneurship is going to take on a whole different meaning. And we're going to see some neat innovation come out of it. Absolutely. We're going to see some, some really cool changes come yeah. out of it because those future leaders, those future entrepreneurs, they're there and they're just getting yeah. just getting warmed up. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to come up with a new term, I think. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll new term for It's absolutely true. This is, I, and this is the way that's happening. And I think because it, it offers a couple of things for people. It's the communication aspect. It's getting your message out there. And then it's, it's, you know, it's lifestyle freedom. It's that revenue stream, but it's a piece of security as well. Like you're participating in the global economy. And I think the last couple of months have shown us like things can change overnight. And I think that's another reason why there's been this rise of interest in online, because there is this sort of undercurrent of instability that people are like, okay, I need to have something else. So wouldn't this be the best of both worlds? If I could do something that, you know, I utilize my skills to the strongest, I'm, I'm helping people, I'm providing value, I'm providing personal security for myself, my family, my community, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm, I'm already prepared for the future. Like it's, it's the best of all worlds. So you bring really? it together. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exactly the direction we should be going for all of us. <laughs> Yes. And even for those that, um, you know, are in the corporate world are, you know, very much enjoy what they do that isn't entrepreneurial, Mm -hmm. you know, that's the space that they are meant to be in as well, but understanding what's over on this side and it's not one or the other it's that's, what's going forward is it's a combination of the two Mm -hmm. that is coming out of, you know, it's either you're this or you're this it's no, we're building something that corporate can also dive into the entrepreneurial space can also, you know, dive into the corporate side. I mean, there's, there's now because of such a high awareness Mm -hmm. um, and and that insecurity, like you were saying, that it, it creates the opportunity to build something bigger, but build something stronger. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's interesting what you say about corporate Um, podcast movement into corporate is something I keep an eye on. I keep in touch with friends and so on. And looking at how corporations want to have their own podcast. So you have an, a chance mm. to be what people are calling the intrapreneur, where you can be in a corporation and have your formal job and everything like that, 
but you keep an eye on what's going on in the online business world and bring that into the corporate space. So you, uh, you know, if you are sitting in a meeting and it's boring and everything, and suddenly somebody says, maybe we should have a podcast, put your hand up, <laughs> put your hand up and say, yeah. I'll do it. Even if you know nothing, <laughs> take, it. <laughs> take it because there's an opportunity for you to have, again, I love best of both world situations where you can yes. take, learn about it. And, and the, the, this merging, like what we're calling online business will just be business in the future. So, exactly. you know, if you can be in a, your regular job and so it's a nice job, a good job and everything, and you're collecting your salary and you can be participating in the online world. That's fantastic. Yeah. Let's so roll keep, with it. That's, yes. Keep an yeah. eye out for those opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly. So I want to leave the listeners with a little something. What do you think are your top three tips for someone that's looking at getting into the online entrepreneurial space? What should they just kind of make sure they keep in the back of their mind as they move forward with that thought process? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll recap a bit of what we were talking about. But the first thing is, as you're looking at it, remember, it's a long, it's a marathon and you have the time to go through and find what you really want to do. So what you're going to be doing is picking your interest whether that be a skill or a hobby or your work experience or your education, or, you know, maybe you're going to help out an organization you work for or a charity you work for, whatever that interest is, you start there because that gives you the point of context for everything else that you're looking at. And then you pick your platform. So your platform, you like, do you like writing? Do you like podcasting? Do you like video? And maybe you're a management type and you say, I just like managing. Well, okay, you could do that. You can have an idea and then manage the resources that get that idea online for you. There's a lot of outsourcing and, you know, that's a whole other world, but that's out there as well. So, and then I think the important thing is to preserve your uniqueness because it's your uniqueness that makes you the automatic leader in your niche of niches. <laughs> you know, you will, <laughs> you come out first because you've invented it. <laughs> no one sees your unique perspective. Is, and you might think, oh, I'm, I'm not so special, but I bet you we could find something because there'll be in your background, whatever it is that you're seeing that made you want to be an entrepreneur in the first place, I got some ideas into your head. That's a, a unique perspective that you obviously weren't seeing out there already. So think right. about, you're, we're looking at a global marketplace now of nearly 8 billion people. Almost everyone is online in some way or they have access to get online. And so you can you know, take you, you, whatever your idea is and find your community like they're out there. And so you want to make sure that you just realize you do have that opportunity. Now, of course, things don't always work out the way you want to. The market might not go correctly. The promotion might not. So, but you keep trying, you keep pivoting, you keep twisting and turning, tweaking things here and there. And eventually you stick with it as you saw that gap in the first place. So if you don't stick with it, somebody else is going to come in. And, exactly. and take it. So focus on your interest and your skills, pick the platform you're interested in, and then preserve your uniqueness so that uh, you deliver in a way that is so different and you find your community that's out there waiting for you. Such huge words of wisdom. So good. Tell the audience how they can connect with you if yeah. they need to dive a little further into those three things. Absolutely. I love to hear from everybody. Um, so a couple of things on social, you can find me at Ready Entrepreneur HQ. Yeah, that's on Facebook and on Twitter. I'm at Case Lane World. 
And Instagram is also at Ready Entrepreneur. I know I should. I know it's all supposed to be one, but there's it, <laughs> a whole mm-hmm. reasons for that. And I'd love to, if the readers are, uh, the, sorry, the listeners are interested in reading one of my books, uh, I could provide a link to get you a free copy of, of Life Dream, which is my book about entrepreneurship. And it's also my global perspective on entrepreneurs. So you'll see some of the stories in there of entrepreneurs that I've uh, met around the world. So I could provide that link. And you could put it in the description or something like that, and, and people can get that for free. And then, of course, please reach out. Let me know. Um, you can email me, contact case at readyentrepreneur.com. That's amazing. Yeah, take her up on that offer, guys. There's going to be some good nuggets in that, I'm sure of it. And also subscribe and listen to the podcast and check her out and find hers too, because I know that you're going to find amazing wisdom in somebody that has navigated this world that you're desiring to break into a little bit further. But as always, keep moving forward. Thanks for listening to the Femination podcast. If you'd like to continue the conversation, have a no BS place to ask your business questions and connect with like-minded women entrepreneurs, join the Fem community, our free group on Facebook. And don't forget to check out the next 21 day challenge at www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Let's crack the door to what's possible when you begin leading yourself first. If you love this show, subscribe and share it with a friend. If this episode impacted you, it would mean the world to me if you left a review so others know what's possible by listening. I'm already looking forward to the next episode with you.